Hi and welcome back to the Freemie World podcast. I'm your host Leanne and today this is episode 33. We have a interview. This is our first interview of 2021 and I'm so excited to be introducing to you my friend Giovanna and today we're going to talk about finding strength and digging deep when change is constant and today it's a very special one because we were also filming so this will be on YouTube as well as all eight podcast platforms. If you like this podcast, let us know. Leave a comment below if you're on YouTube. Let's get into today's episode, shall we? Welcome back to the Framey World Studio podcast, a lifestyle podcast for independent creatives on a mission to spark joy and inspire your world through discussing creative ideas, hobbies and lifestyle topics for personal development and growth. On this podcast, we also support small businesses just like Framey World, which is the company that this is birthed from. As the founder of the Framey World company, I'm passionate about small businesses. So on this podcast, we will also support small businesses and creatives like Framey World. And every month with that, we will interview guests talking through the journey of their world and seeing what we can learn grow and create as a community hello and welcome giovanna to the framey world studio podcast it is such an honor to have you you're a long time friend and i'm so grateful that you could join us today how are you hello hi hello hi everybody um as i said my name is giovanna and i am just so thankful for inviting me here so thank you for having me here and share talking about things and sharing with your audience um so yeah so i'm really thankful for this giovanna you have inspired me in so many ways i've learned so much and been so encouraged by our friendship over the span of time that we have been in each other's world and so it's really um exciting to be able to sit down today and talk about some stuff that we have had many conversations around in different ways and format i am hoping that we're able to put this episode today up on youtube as well as on the podcast so there'll be a sit down chit chat really relaxed I've got my coffee here perfect <laughs> it just arrived today because I ran out so I'm super excited about that <laughs> I've always actually got I'm always super excited so if I say that a few times yeah that's a habit I'm picking up on um <laughs> today we were going to talk around the topic of binding strength and digging deep when change is constant I think we can all really relate to constant change and living in 2020 21 there is constant change that we're adapting and adjusting to in many facets in many ways across the span of of the world at this moment and we are at the offset of a new year and I was thinking about maybe just if you could share a little bit about your career journey your passion to so far for anyone new who is just getting to know you yeah perfect um so I am currently working as a Macmillan clinical support worker so I am in the healthcare sector um and that's been sort of like my career and working years um that's what I've mainly been doing um I graduated in 2015 as a therapeutic radiographer and for various reasons I decided not to go down that route so it was a three years degree um, and decided that actually it wasn't quite right what I wanted to do um, in terms of like passions um, yeah I just love helping people and realizing that like I just have a passion working in healthcare um, helping people through that so I think it was just trying to like find exactly where 
I needed to be. So I've gone from being a radiographer to now working as a support worker. And now my journey is kind of evolved and changed again. Um, so now I'm like pursuing a career to become a clinical, um, no, actually a counseling uh, psychologist. So that's where sort of like the new aim and goal is at the moment. And that's what um, I'm, I'm, I'm going towards. So I think my passion of helping people has been constant, but I kind of the way that it presents itself and shows itself has been a bit different over over the years. That's amazing. I love the, there's so much to unpack in that. <clears throat> Um, I wondered if there is one thing that you had have stuck out to you that you would maybe wish you'd have known at the beginning of your career that you maybe perhaps know now. Yeah, and I uh, so I think the biggest thing for me um, is the fact that I can be so um, so self-critical, and and that's something that has been really hard over the years. And I think what I would tell my younger self, or if I knew where. Um, what I've gone so far is the fact that it's okay to get get it wrong. It's okay to um, start something and not be happy with it and like change course and um, start over and not be sure. I think that's one of the big things that I would tell myself or anybody out there that um, just because you've made a commitment or just because you've tried something, um, you're not like rigidly bound to any career. Well, yeah, any career or any job. Um, I wish I knew that before because it brought me a lot of like heartache um, when sort of like failure came or like had to change career, change job. It was really hard on me and I wish I was like a bit more, yeah, a bit more kind to myself in that way. Very good advice that I think we could all really take on board. And one of the things that I wanted to just ask is, was there one thing that you can identify that helped make that decision for you when you decided to take the jump and change career? I know that is something that many people might be facing and it can be quite a challenging decision to make. I guess having made that decision, is there anything that you that helped you along the way? Um, yes, so I think um, um, funny you say that. So actually, part of um, what I've I studied in the last year, one of my assessment, uh, one of my assignment was to look into like the reasons why people change career. So that actually brought a lot of insight for me. I'd say in the actual moment when I made the decision of changing career, is that I had had experience um, as I was studying as a radiographer and I just realized that it was something that I just did not have joy in. I wasn't enjoying, um, there was a lot of like additional issues that came with um, my, my years of studying and I realized and I was just thinking, I stopped and just thought to myself, could you imagine yourself doing this for the next like 30 or 40 years um, of your life? And, and the answer was like a clear, it was an easy no. Um, so yeah, so in the moment I realized that like, um, I just couldn't see myself doing this, um, for the rest of my life as a career. And then when I started to like, look for something else or look for something different, just a little, like once in a while, you just get like a, a confirmation that you are going down the right path. Like, yeah, so things were like, I was enjoying myself more. I was coming across like amazing people that were advising me. 
um, yeah, I was just finding happiness and joy in, in the jobs that I was doing and where I had to find myself. So it made it easier to not look back and wonder, like in like regret or wonder if I had made the right decision, like little things throughout the years. I've kind of like in a way confirmed to me that actually you made the right decision. I love that. It's so important when you mention about passion and joy and looking at the the why behind the what of what we do. I actually recorded a short career story questionnaire thing for a local school that asked me to talk about my day-to-day life as a business owner, as in, in my career and how my choices from school helped along the way, which really actually, it's funny you said it because it made me re- reflect back to what's the one big lesson I've probably learned in that last 10, 15, 20 years and, and it's it's exactly what, what you just mentioned about chasing the joy and, and chasing the passion over finances, whatever that may be for, for someone. Yeah, um, and it's a big, it, it can get scary it's a, it's a big leap um, and I think one of the things I'd say to anybody out there is to just really follow that dream and follow that pursue that talent and that gift that you have because it can get difficult like um if we have to be honest and realistic here um it's hard for me to sometimes look and see other people that I graduated with um that are radiographers and they are in great position good standing and they've got the house and the family and the car and like all the things that I I want as well in life and seeing them way ahead of me but once again it's just really trying to get that balance right of like doing something that fulfills you doing something that brings you joy and um it's what you kind of meant to be i feel like i I'm, I'm a big believer that each and every one of us has their gifts and talents and passion and when we like fully go for it that's when we are at our happiest yeah. um, and more peace with ourselves so yeah that is perfectly uh, fitting for my next question which is you know, thinking about the concept of and the vision and goal setting that where many of us are thinking about, have thought about in the last few weeks, what does that mean for you when we think about vision and goal setting and how important would you say that is in, in all the things that we just talked about? Um, so um, vision and goals and, and setting them is something that I think I started about uh, in 2018 um, where I, I think at that stage of my life I was quite lost um, and I was like I was um, spending a lot of time looking at everybody else not quite sure what I wanted to do next I kind of knew what I liked but I'm like how do you just make a career out of this so I, I felt like I had a lot of like raw materials but I wasn't sure how to kind of translate that into a career a job something that I could do and have like be happy about um so um I think that's the great things about setting goals and having a bit having a vision that it allows you to kind of have sort of like a yeah have something to look forward to and it leads you through the, the the journey the process of getting to where you want to get um, so yeah, for me, it was really important. Yeah. In that, do you have any tips for anyone out there looking to set a goal and vision, maybe even for the first time? Yes, of course I do. Um, so when I started, I, I didn't know much about it, but as, 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 as I said before, it was the fact that I felt like, um, I was just going through the motions of life and, um, 
turn I'm about to turn 28 and I felt like my let's say from like 23 to like 26 it was all blurry <laughs> I was going through the motion and just going through life and then I got to like yeah I think around like 26 or 25 where I was like okay if I don't set goals so if I don't have a bit of a vision I'm just gonna go through the motion and then find myself at whatever age and look back and be oh what have I done with my life or what have I not pursued or what were the passion and things that I wanted to look into that I never did um, so that's where I guess my mindset was at. Um, so a few tips that I can give for somebody that's been doing this for a few years now is um, so to set goals in sections. So in when I set the goal at the start of the year, um, I tend to divide it into like different sections. So I've got like my health, big dreams, my career, um, um, family, relationship, finance, um, and as a Christian, um, also sort of like my walk with God and kind of things that I want to achieve. In terms of the goals themselves, um, I think it's really important that you have really big goals. So mm-hmm. goals that you push yourself, like you're like, I ha- it has to be wild. And, and then goals that are more achievable um, because then it becomes really hard when you don't achieve them. So setting goals that, that are achievable um, really helps. Um, and a way to start with that, I feel, is by thinking in a year's time, what do I want in my life? What kind of things do I, am I seeking? Do I want what kind of changes or um, progression? What do I want? If I, yeah, if I was taking a year from now, how do I want my life to look like? Um, and so then you start to look backwards and start to set goals and, and a vision on how do I get there? Um, so I think that's one of my big tips. Um, and also something that is taking me quite a while to get there is that don't just set the goals and the vision and just close the book and then just go through the year. <laughs> and um, one of the things that I'm, I'm being a bit more intentional about is to take like a day every month where I get a glass of wine out, just create an atmosphere of like proper hashtag self-care yeah and I just sit down and just go through my goals and go through um the things that I've set and just to almost like a little review just to make sure that you're on the right track um that if something that you completely like you've written down and completely forgot that you can like maybe invest a bit more time in at different stages um so that's definitely a big thing I would recommend because when I started I would like write things down and then a year later I'm like oh oh yeah (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, I had that. Oh, I should have looked into it. <laughs> I never did. So that's one of my big tips uh, I'd give. Yeah. I think it's something I'm trying to be more conscious of as well, because it can seem overwhelming and scary. It can be nice and fluffy to think about vision and goals and stuff. But like you mm. said, if you're not intentional enough about it, that you set that time to celebrate or you set that time to review and remind yourself along the way, then it can just be something that starts in January and ends on February, March. Was it the same yeah. night in the first 90 days or something like that? Uh, new yeah. resolutions tend to 
to fail. So this is perfect because it takes it a step further uh, and it also gives me something to learn and challenge myself with as well. I noticed that when I was writing down the goals again for this year, I'd say I'm still on that journey as well. I was writing down goals, but I wasn't being in smart and I wasn't using smart goals or I wasn't being specific enough. Mm. I would be like oh yeah, I'd like to finish my book by this point, by by this year. But I wasn't being specific enough about putting faith on it or numbers, you know. For example, yeah. with Frame Your World, I'd love to grow Frame Your World. How many, you know, what size of a community am I, am I believing for? Am I, am I looking for? Putting faith on it and being a bit more specific, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. When it comes to those like big, big dreams and big goals that we set um, in um, in part of our goals and vision, you're absolutely right. You do require sort of like an action plan um, and step by step. And for me, what's really worked is always to work backwards. So even like with the with the idea of like becoming a counseling psychologist, I kind of just wrote it down and then kind of like work my way backwards. Okay, so like um, I, I looked at different university. How do you, what's the requirement? And then when I got the requirements, I'm like, okay, how do I like take steps to like get the needed experience and qualification to get there? And then sort of like it's, it makes it so much easier to maybe have the goal and then work backwards from it and then set um yeah medium small really small um short term um action like plans for it to to get you there if i can add just one last thing for people that are doing um setting goals and vision um that i've been doing it on the regular i think it's obviously quite important as well to go back and review what you had last year um there's just certain things we only it's only 365 days so you um, sometimes you're just not going to achieve everything. So sometimes there are there are goals and there are prayers that I have that I've been carrying along since 2018, and that's fine. Um, I think I'm a strong believer. There's a season for everything. Um, so just because you haven't seen maybe something that you really want or some a goal that you've set um, happen, that's okay. Just keep carrying it on and keep reviewing it, keep looking at it. And yeah, just keep, yeah, having them in there with you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Important part of it. You're so right to add that in. Thank you. They're really helpful. I hope that you're catching them. If you're listening, uh, let us know. leave a comment whichever platform you find this in and let us know how you find setting goals and visions and what you think about some of those amazing tips which one stood out to you I get we talked a bit as well today already about the immense challenge that yourself took on as well last year with working full-time and studying for your degree and your master's and that I just thought it was such an inspirational thing to me as your friend to be able to go through that with such fierceness, with all that we're dealing with in society, of course, with the, the pandemic. Is there anything that at this point you may have picked up or learnt through that experience? I know you've already previously experienced university before. Was there anything specifically, perhaps in this last year, that you have picked up on that you could pass on to someone who's maybe at the beginning of their uni career, that maybe have gone to uni uh, in October but not really gone to uni? Yeah, I guess um, I am... Um 
really blessed that this time round going to do my masters I, I kind of was a bit I was more intentional compared to the first time so I, I knew what I wanted to get at the end of it so that kind of was a big driving force that helped me through it so I guess like I never realized it but looking back in my first when I did my first degree I can see how like more mature students they just have a drive because like they've lived through life they've gone through things and they kind of know what they want so there's a drive that comes with that so in terms of like if there are people out there that maybe have lived and done things that actually when you do make a decision to go to uni like there's this drive in you that kind of carries you through um, you know what you want to achieve and you know um, for more mature students, they're like usually just like a partner, children, people depending on you. So that kind of adds to the drive to be able to to like get to the end of it. Um, for the younger sort of like people going to university for the very first time, I'd say um, just making sure that you've got a good support system around you. Um, I mean, I could have never never ever gone through it without the support and love of my family and my friends um when the days got really gloomy and just pandemic and work and uni work when all of it got so overwhelming it was able to like go to my family and friends and just having that break and like like they were speaking and they were telling me like you got this you can do this and surrounding you with people um that will encourage you and like and all things that encourages you um a big thing i'd say for people going through it in covid is to really prioritize like your mental health and self-care um it's good implement that in there i feel like the amount of friends that had to tell me you need rest <laughs> it was incredible every time i was like no i just have to keep going i just have to keep going they're like no no you're clearly burning out you need some rest so for for the people that are going through uni now that is so different than what they could have ever imagined um just be kind to yourself it is we finding ourselves in really unprecedented time um so um be kind to yourself if like your uni journey doesn't look like what you thought it was gonna look like um and just go with it just go with it and you will like strength will come through friends family within yourself and little things that you'll get through it but be kind i think being kind to yourself through um going through uni in this time it's a big thing i'd say and one one question that i want to sneak in if that's all right is when it comes to self-care i i love what you said again i agree self-care is so important for us in this season um what what would you say to someone who maybe needs a bit of self-care but doesn't know where to start Mm, okay um, so I'd say, um, so for example, the things that like, for example, I'll, I'll speak in terms of from the view of a student, the things that you do, um, in terms of like procrastinating. So the things that you're supposed to do, like you've got uni work assessment and the things that you do instead of doing this assessment, that is kind of a good start of finding self-care things that you're passionate, that you love. For me, it's going for like long walks, watching Netflix, like little things like that, like preparing myself a nice meal. And um, pre-COVID was to go out and have dinner with friends. Oh, I love that. Um, so <laughs> things that you do um, instead of doing your work, I know it sounds really silly, 
but also giving yourself the permission of not feeling guilty about it. Because the thing about watching Netflix whilst you know you should be doing work, you don't all you don't feel completely at ease. But if you like set in your mind that actually I'm gonna take the next two hours and I am going to just chill get some popcorn, get, get something, get chocolate, and I'm just going to watch this series. I'm going to set myself some time to just completely let everything out and just really be present in the moment and enjoy it. It really makes the difference. Because that, that guilt of like, oh, I should be working. Oh, I should be doing my assessment. It's not there. You're actually completely shutting everything out and just enjoying yourself and taking some time and rest for yourself. I just want to bottle this up and give it to everyone because I know they'll be encouraged by this. <laughs> I have experienced it too, to be honest. I think even in the last few weeks, there was times where I had to recalibrate and I had burnt out because I was constantly working. And as much as I love doing what I do, I know that we all need rest, whatever, you know, whether we're a student, whether we're working, whether we're furloughed, we need that time to reflect and to give ourselves a bit of self-care. Someone I was speaking to just the other day was saying, you know, they feel guilty when they, if they take time to, to watch. So this is perfect. And um, hopefully they, they are able to listen today and feel encouraged by that. Yeah. And it's hard because like, I feel like it's this massive paradox where you feel like by taking time, then it's going to affect your work or what you're trying to achieve and the task you have ahead. Yeah. Um, but my, my challenge to everybody is, um, is the fact that like you doing the work running on low is not good. So like it, it's, you rather do less work, but do it with like full, like your full energy, attention and care towards it than do like a um, mere kind of work running low and just feeling tired and overrun. Um, you, you, you can, I believe that people can be a lot more productive when they, they are in a good place within themselves and rest and taking care of yourself allows you to get into that place where you feel like, oh, okay, I'm good. I can do it. Something that I did, maybe a tip for like uni students out there, but I think everybody can use it. Um, but on the big days where I had a lot of work to do, I used to do a 45 minutes and 15 break. So within the hour, I would work for 45 minutes and then for 15 minutes, I'll like watch a video, go and get a snack or do something. Just give myself a break, completely switch off and then come back in again. And I guess you can tweak and change it however people like it. But giving yourself break is such a vital part of us keep going, like for people to keep going and achieving what they want to achieve. It's, it's a good point. I think even as someone who works full-time from home remotely, I find that's really what I need to keep in, in my daily routine as well, getting away from that desk, you know, yeah. getting away from that that couch for a minute wherever that may find you to break it up and allow the creativity to flow so that yeah. you bring your best in your work and your career and your studies wherever that may find you absolutely yeah love it we're now six weeks or so in to the year I wondered if you had any goals in mind set for this year that you can share yes so um actually I feel like um a bit more lazy but I think it's okay it's just the process of it so I am, I'm actually currently in the process of setting them. So as I said before, when it comes to me to set new goals, 
um, I like to kind of like shut shut the world, like the outside world, um, and take some time for myself to like reevaluate my goals from last year. So for me, it's a bit of a long-winded process. <laughs> um, but um, so I think I'm still writing some down. So I haven't completely finished. I guess some of the big goals for me this year will be to get my license. So that was one of my goals for last year. But few having so many lockdown has made it so that it's been a bit more difficult. So that's something that's on my list. Um, career. So at the moment, I am like looking for a new position, um, a, a position that's more related to psychology. Um, and once again, as I said, to get me closer to the goal of becoming a counselling psychologist. And then I guess more on a personal um, level, um, just goes on like my like character and the person that I am. I think 2020 has revealed a lot about myself. Going through such a stressful year has revealed a lot about myself and things that I kind of want to work on uh, as a person. So those are sort of like on the top of my list as well for this year. Thank you so much for for sharing that. So just to wrap up with some thoughts today, I wanted to get your opinion on social media. You know, we're talking today about finding strength and constant change and social media is a constant change and evolving machine that we often find ourselves getting sucked into um, along with the pandemic and everything else that we're dealing with. Have you had any thoughts or experience on social media and mental health that you would share with your younger self? Yeah. So yes, I do. Um, So like you said, Instagram and social media in general, as we all know, they can all be so good and yet still have such a burden on our mental health and um, us as people. Something that is taking me quite a few years to get to is just being quite intentional about the people that I follow Mm -hmm. and the, the people that I allow to follow me. Um, ultimately I have to look out for myself and if there are people out there I love them or maybe I don't even know them and I feel like they're actually it's creating in me a lot of anxiety comparison worry overthinking um, and yeah and just the stress related to comparing ourselves to people out there I've just I'm learning to be intentional in just muting them or not allowing them to come in my energy or like around my like around myself I think yeah we it's so easy for us to like forget that um, we ought to look out for ourselves first and if there is anything out there or yeah a post um, somebody that you follow that um, is making it hard for you to like live your life to your best it's okay to put a stop on that. So give yourself the permission that anything that doesn't bring you joy, anything that doesn't give you something positive to put that on hold. I think a few, one of the last few times that we, me and you talked, and we talked about the balance of having people that we look up to. So making sure that you have people that you look up to in terms of like, in my case, if there's like psychologists or people that are doing things that I'm really passionate about that are like ahead of me and to follow them, that's great. But when that maybe in yourself you recognize that actually it's creating like comparison it's creating something like quite negative in you then it's it's okay to unfollow that and it's okay to put that aside in terms of myself I go through like seasons of like 
periods of time where I'm on social media and I'm quite active and then times where I, I recognize that I actually need a break and speaking into the vision and the goals uh, one of the great things about having them is that it allows you to be anchored I feel like social media can be this like massive wave or, or sea and like seeing other people's stuff and watching other people can kind of like sway you left and right and, and the comparison that comes with it. So like this like constant comparison. So having your goals and having your vision helps you to stay on connected or stay like on the ground yeah. and not kind of like go everywhere and like oh that person is doing that let me try that that person is doing that let me try that yeah. but actually being able to use your goals and vision to like evaluate it and be like okay does this benefit me does this bring me joy does this kind of help me to get to where I want to get yeah how does this make me feel um so you can almost use them as a parameter or like a yardstick to kind of evaluate the world that you find yourself. Something that I did as part of my dissertation was looking at comparison. And growing up, I would compare myself to a maximum of like 10 people. Like I did like as children, like especially like us, growing up without social media, like you have less targets or less people to compare yourself with. But in the life that we live now, you can compare yourself to millions of people. And that is like, that is massive. That is a lot that like every single day and there's that this and there's that person and they're doing this and they're doing that. And I think it's important for us to like safeguard ourselves. And it's fine if you want to take a break and it's fine if you want to unfollow and it's fine if you need to step back all of that is okay because it's a really different world that we live in now yeah and you can even mute you you don't even have to unfollow for them to check you can mute so that it's completely i'm just having a bit of space but you don't need to know (laughs) yeah Um, absolutely yeah i'm a big advocate of doing and it's taking me years. That's what I think I'd say to my younger self, that it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to put things, um, boundaries and things in place yes. for your own goodness and your own well-being and for your own care. And yes. that's a good thing. That's so true. You wrapped it up perfectly, Giovanna. I know that people are going to get some gold and value out of this conversation today. So thank you for stopping with us and taking the time to share that. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. Come again, because this is so much fun. (laughs) I'll sit down, have a chat, have coffee. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anywhere that people can connect with you online if they wanted to connect with you after to ask you any questions or yes uh they can so i am on twitter and instagram and yes now i don't remember my username but (laughs) um i can share it i think it's generally my first name giovanna which is g-i-o-v-a-n-n-a dot my surname which is l-a-r-y-e-a yeah that simple there's not a lot of us out there oh and also happy valentine's day for everybody out there happy valentine's day before we go that is such an important message (laughs) 
Thank you so much for taking the time to join with us today. I hope that you were encouraged and inspired by that. I would love to know what your takeaway was for this episode. And if you're on YouTube, leave it in the comments. Or if you are on a streaming platform, why not hop over to Frame Your World Co on Instagram or any of our platforms and let us know what you thought about today's episode. Until next week, don't forget to frame your words so you can frame your world. Thank you.